Hello and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, March 24th, 2019. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? Well, I hope everyone is doing peachy and or keen. It is spring. What? 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 What, what, what does that mean? Peachy and... And or keen, because people say, I hope, you you know, I'm peachy keen. You know, I don't expect people to be peachy keen, but I'd like them to be peachy or at least keen. Or one of the two. M's here with me. Uh, she, she just finished spring break, uh, mm-hmm. so we're talking about spring. Uh, got a lot going on. Back to school. Um, softball. Playing softball. We got softball practice a little later today. So and it's also a- game. <laughs> and you start a game uh, game tomorrow. So it's a, it's a big time here at the Howling Monkey Comedy Castle. That's where we live, the Howling Monkey Comedy Castle. Uh, if you come to visit, watch out for the moat. It is filled with alligators that are funny. What? Yeah, we have funny alligators. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. No, in the moat. We do not. We, we have a we moat full of funny alligators. We don't even have a moat. We do. You just don't see it because you're always on the drawbridge. All right, let's see what's happening. We don't even have a drawbridge. Oh my gosh, we we live you we live in a castle. It's got a drawbridge. It's a and, house. Well, a man's house is his castle, is it not? <clears throat> okay. All right. Our first comic of the day is the Born Loser by Art and Chip <laughs> Sansom. In this episode, um, the Born Loser is visiting Clarice the Chocolatier. We know that because there's a, a sign. sign that says Clarice Clarice the Chocolate. The Chocolatier. Yeah. And I choose to believe that this is Clary's from Silence of the Lambs, who uh, who has a different job now. This is all the chocolate. She has dark milk, white, and vegan. And she has, yeah, she does. There's signs to show what kind of kind chocolate. of chocolate she has. I, I would like the dark chocolate, Clary's. That's you. You're, you're that, you won't get that, but but our audience members will laugh and laugh and laugh. Anyway, the uh, the born loser is talking to Clarice the chocolatier, and uh, he says, "Well, my wife and I had an argument, so I'd like to buy her some chocolates." And she goes, "Oh, of course. Um, you know, I have the just the thing. Maybe a box of assorted truffles uh, for seventy five dollars." And uh, the born loser goes, "What seventy five dollars?" And she says, yes, it's it's not a high price to pay to win back the affection of someone special. And uh, the Born Loser goes, well, wasn't that big an argument? The joke here is that that's a lot of money for chocolate, and the Born Loser does not want to pay it. So he's saying it really wasn't that big a fight. So that's the joke. There's the I doubt. mean, it is that big if you got her chocolates after it. Right, well. To make her feel. I, yeah, maybe $75 is a good, good price, but the point is, is that he... He is, he is cheap. Our next comic of the day is The Griswells by Bill Shore. In this episode, the porcupine is working a crossword puzzle. Uh, and he's going, hmm, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him. And then he's thinking, and he writes, oh, yeah, fish. And the bear goes, what? Huh? And uh, Joe Which he's just like, cool, like on the other side. Yeah. And he's like, what? What? And the joke here is that the, the statement is not, the old saying is not, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him fish. It's you can't lead a horse to water. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And the joke here is that he said fish. And he's feeling, but it doesn't make sense because drink has more letters than fish. So it would become apparent when he tried to fill in the crossword puzzle that that was not correct. So, well, I don't... Also, he's doing a crossword puzzle. Well, yeah, porcupines, first of all, A, you're right. They don't do crossword puzzles. And, and they can't write. 
They can't write. They can't read. They can't do crossword puzzles. And how did they even get it? Right. How did a porcupine subscribe to the paper and have it delivered? There's a lot of unanswered questions here. Oh, maybe it found it in the trash can when someone threw it away when they accidentally subscribed. Because, yeah, that's that's the only way you can get the papers if you accidentally subscribe. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly. There are so many questions. But the bigger, the biggest issue within the, within the reality of this world is is if he fills out fish. the crossword puzzle as fish. Because drink has gonna, more letters. That's right. There's going to be a what? blank space, which makes no sense. Da, da, da. Speaking of making no sense, our next comic of the day is one we don't visit too often. It's Edgar Rice Burroughs' Tarzan. And in this episode, Tarzan is fighting a monster. Uh, I think that's an alien. Well, maybe an alien. It's like a Martian It's a big green dude. It has like four arms. (laughs) Four arms, nubby horns, and fangs, but but with a severe underbite. So it's got fangs poking up. So Tarzan's fighting it, and he, he... they're kicking, and uh, finally... And he says, like, ah. Uh, yeah, he goes, ah. And then, and then, like, Tarzan, like, leaves. And wait, wait, hold on, hold on, yeah. yeah. The, yeah wait, don't don't jump in too far. Uh, the uh, little creature goes, hey, stop your fighting. I will kill you. Uh, and then Tarzan, what does Tarzan do? It, like, just runs away. <laughs> yeah, Tarzan just runs away. He starts climbing a wall. And then the guy goes, hey, wait. Don't leave me. <laughs> Joke here is that this creature wants to kill Tarzan, but then he's sad that Tarzan runs away. So uh, it's uh, I don't man, I don't know what's I happening. Don't, I don't get that. And and there's like the like when, when the the panel where Tarzan punches the creature, he's got like one leg up. The Tarzan does like he's doing a rocket style kick, and the creature goes gah when he's been. It's just so Tarzan. Punches but this he guy. never get kicks. That's the thing. Like, yeah. why is his foot up? He's he, doing a dance he, number. Like it's a music. It. It's a musical. It's, it's so Tarzan punches a guy. Then he runs away. And then the guy's like, "Aw, come back, Tarzan." It's uh, ooh man, I miss Johnny Weissmuller. Our next comic of the day is Arlo and Janice. In this episode, Arlo and Janice are sitting on the couch, and as as usual, Janice is mad about something Arlo's doing that he enjoys. Um, and she gets up angrily, proclaims, I'm tired of watching basketball. basketball. It's 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 like, March Madness, so Arlo's watching the college games. And she gets up and she's mad and says, I'm tired of watching basketball. But actually, she's tired of watching, but she does it when she's outside. She go, yeah, the next yeah, panel. she just goes to... She's so, outside shooting hoops. And she's smiling. And she's smiling. Which is rare for Janice because she is a very bitter person. But uh, yeah, so she's 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 mad on the couch. She's gonna miss that. Uh, yeah, you're, if you look at the trajectory of that, she's she's like way short. She's, she's so bad at it. She is bad. She's as bad at basketball as she is at being happy. Our next comic of the day well, is. She is happy. Is, our next comic of the day is Marmaduke. This one's in. <laughs> this one's entitled "Involuntary Sittertude." In this episode, Marmaduke's lying on the ground, and then, like, ten cats come up to him and, like, start messing with him. Like, a bunch of kittens climb all over him. One of them's clawing at his tongue, and they're climbing all over him. And then, and then, and then Marmaduke walks off, walks away with all the kittens all over him. And somebody sees him and goes, I, I just don't know. And the... 
the joke here is that dogs typically don't enjoy cats, but in this case, Marmaduke's such a friendly hound that uh, he's carrying kittens around. <sighs> All right, now in uh, in uh, in, you know in the Sunday version of Marmaduke, they have a, a feature called Dog Gone Funny, in which they somebody sends in a story about their dog, and in this particular episode. Somebody has a black lab named Jasper, and uh, good old Jasper there hijacked mom's watering can and took over watering the plants. They don't even tell her what to do. She just does it on her own there. So good for Jasper for watering those plants. All right, our next comic of the day is The Argyle Sweater by Scott Hilburn, and just as a reminder, this is not the far side. This is the Argyle, the sweater. Argyle Sweater. So in this episode, there's okay, there's a two there's a bull and a cow driving a car, right? And, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, and Herb is the bull, and yeah, Herb. Marlo, there's a bull. Mallory. Mallory. Mallory is the cow. Mm-hmm. And so Mallory, the cow, who is in the passenger seat, says, "Hey, Herb, slow down! Don't you see that cargo flag?" What and, is that even mean? Oh, there's a flag tied to a ladder in the truck in front of them, but it's a red flag, and then. Uh, and then Herb goes, hey, relax, Mallory. I know what I'm doing. The joke here is that typically uh, bulls are supposedly enraged by red capes. Like, that's what they use in bullfighting. And in every Bugs Bunny cartoon ever made where there's a bull, they wave a red cape. And the bull Why chases are you everyone. talking about Bugs Bunny? Well, I'm, just giving, I'm trying to give some cultural context we to this. We get it. Well, you do, but I'm talking to our vast audience right now. I think everyone gets that. Fine. I think everyone gets it. Okay, fine. Everyone gets it. They the bull are wanting to chase a red a red flag. Uh so that's what's happening there. He sees the red flag and now he's gonna drive into the car and cause a horrific, horrific wreck. Our next comic of the day is Ziggy. In this episode, uh Ziggy has one of those butterfly nets, and he's chasing a butterfly. So he's chasing a butterfly for like seven panels, just chasing it all over the hills and so on. Until That's the five. Okay. Or six or whatever. It's it's That's... six. It's six. Well, I was... Six is all the panels. It's five. No, it's six if you include the first panel that says Ziggy in it. Yeah, I'm counting. One, well, two, count three, them. four, five, six. Six, yes. Ah! Well, if you count the one, it's <sighs> still... Five, there are six panels of Ziggy chasing a butterfly. And in the final panel, the seventh panel, a giant butterfly appears out of nowhere and attacks Ziggy. And that's the end of the whole joke, is that Ziggy was chasing a butterfly, and then a giant butterfly with a demonic grin attacks, attacks him. It's like an evil grin. It He's is. Like, it, it is an evil-looking uh, butterfly. So they, Maybe it's a bad guy that defines. Well, I think I think it's just a, it's you know karma <laughs> is getting good old instant karma is getting Ziggy there. All right, our next comic of the day is Mort Walker's Beetle Bailey. In this episode, the phone's ringing and it's Beetle's parents. And uh, mom goes, "Oh, maybe it's Beetle." And uh, the dad goes, "Huh? Tell him I don't get paid till the end of the month because kids kids no matter how old they are is asking for money." But anyway. Mom answers the phone, and they just talk. I'm not going to re read them all, but it's like, Hey, oh Beetle, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. This goes on for a few how, panels. How are the things going? What are going to add? Yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Well, apparently someone's going to read it. But yeah. anyway, in the final panel, in which there, it's a so split screen, 
Uh, Mom goes, well, so what's up, Beetle? And the Beetle says, nothing. And then the next panel. panel, There's like this big battle happening. Right. We see the Beetle is in the middle of an actual armed conflict. And he's just calling just on his phone. Yeah. "Eh." Yeah. And he just said, I just thought I'd give you a call when I had some free time. And, of course, he's in the middle of a fight, so he shouldn't have free time. But, man, this is a pretty serious battle. There's a plane going whoosh. Tanks that are saying, what are they saying? Boom, boom. 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 And a helicopter saying whoop, whoop. And then there's, like, whoop, whoop. something is just, like, blam, and it explodes. Right, and then there's guns going bang, bang, pow, and then a machine gun going rat-a-tat-tat. rat yeah. So the joke here is that the Beetle thinks nothing's going on, even though he's in the middle like bang, of bang, a bang, horrible, pow, 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 horrible pow. fight. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Our next comic of the day is Crankshaft by Batty Uck and Davis. In this episode, Crankshaft's son-in-law, I think, is uh, just puttering around his house. And he's talking out loud. I mean, he's talking to himself. Uh, it's really to us, but he's talking to himself. So he's clearly gone insane at this point. And he's going, hey, with Pam and Ed in New York, it's easy to lose track of, of time. And he's still talking, just talking. He goes, huh, I suppose I better decide what I want for dinner. And then he pulls out his phone and goes, hmm, let's see. Mama John's, Luigi's, Montoni's. The joke here is that uh, he's not going to make dinner. He's going to eat out or order it because he's a man on his own. And that means that uh, he cannot fend for himself. Our next comic of the day is Hagar the Horrible. In this episode, uh, uh, the, the, uh, there's a guy who play, who's playing a, like a, 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 a lute or something, a guitar. I don't know what it is, a stringed instrument. And he's talking to Honey, Hagar's daughter. And he's saying, hey, I'm going to play a gig at that Viking bar tonight. Do you want to come? And she goes, oh, is your girlfriend or your roadie? And he goes, no, as my bodyguard. Uh, anyway, they get to the bar. And um, they go, oh my goodness, the crowd is, is terrible. Uh, they're very rowdy. And you can see they're rowdy. They're, uh, they're screaming and, and throwing like, chairs. throwing stuff. They're throwing mugs mm. and whatnot. Um, Wait, why is one like singing? Like, <laughs> I don't know. One is singing. I don't know. don't know why. Uh, but uh, they go, oh man, the crowd's furious. Uh, the, the main act canceled and I'm filling in. And she goes, well, that's terrible. The club should offer refunds or a free drink to make them happy. And uh, the guy goes, well, the crowd, the owner's too cheap for that. And then he goes, and then he's on stage. He goes, but he did spring for tomatoes. And and people are throwing tomatoes at him because that's what you do when you don't like an act is you throw Wait, tomatoes Wait, but now at they're them. all like smiling. Yeah, because they're throwing tomatoes at a guy. And what, how would that not make you happy if you get the chance to... To chuck a bunch of tomatoes at some some bard on stage because nobody would Why not. Why would that make someone happy? Look, I would be very happy if I could throw tomatoes at a bard. What? I would not. Uh, well, I don't like bards. I mean, I would throw it at you. Well, <laughs> well, uh, that's why you're gonna get. Th- I'm throwing you in the moat with the with the alligators then. But there isn't one. Uh, you're not yes anding very well. I'll tell you that. All right, our next comic of the day is Mutts by Patrick McDonald. In this episode, How are we read this? Uh, it's don't worry, it's sideways <laughs> on, our, on our page because of the way it's printed. But but anyway, there's a it's it's called Fantastic Deli Man is the uh, the the idea, and then and then uh, a late older lady walk, runs into a bar. I mean, excuse me, a deli, and uh, goes, "Help me, I'm starving." And, and the, on the, and the screen, it says like, "This man is this this man this monster." 
It's like, because that's a type of cheese, but it also sounds like monster. So you get that. So that's funny there because it's, uh, it's a little wordplay for you. So she goes, help, I'm starving. And he goes, it's slobbering time. Because in Marvel's uh, Fantastic Four, the thing often says it's clobbering time. But because he's making sandwiches of delicious meats, uh, he's saying it's slobbering time. And she hands him a sandwich. He hands her a, he hands her a sandwich. And she says... My hero. My hero. Uh, well, okay, maybe that is her accent. But she says, my, my hero. The joke here is that uh, a hero is a hero, but it's also a sandwich. All right, our next... I thought he was com- saying it to the um, guy that gave it to him. She is. She's, she's saying it to the guy that gave it to him. She's saying, my hero, but she's getting a hero sandwich. And she's also calling him a hero, so it, there's more than one meaning to the word hero in this oh. context. Yeah, see, that's why, that's why Mutz is so complicatedly funny. Our next comic of the day is the family circus. The family circus. Oh man, what is? I don't yeah, even yeah, know yeah, what's yeah, happening yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I guess they have moved. No, no, no. There's some, okay. Some neighbors have moved in, and for some unknown reason, Dolly is in their house with the new neighbors, uh, and Vel is peeping. Like from across next door, you can barely see her in the window, looking like Jimmy Stewart out a rear window, oh, and yeah. she's just peeping at it. But for some reason, Dolly has been let to allowed to go to the new neighbor's house unsupervised, <laughs> alone in the house with people that the that that her parents don't know because her parents are irresponsible and awful. All right, so Dolly's sitting there bothering this new neighbor who who is unpacking. And she goes, oh, we, and she just says a bunch of junk to him. She's just like, we hope your people will do something about that yard. Yeah, she's. My daddy's going on a diet. Diet. My daddy's going on a diet because we all think he's too fat. Around the, <laughs> I'm around the middle. Yeah, used to help clean on yeah, and she like just keeps. I'm not gonna read all these because there's too many of them. It's just like wait, uh, like, we have too many bills and not enough money to pay them. <laughs> we, our dogs are. Barfy and Sam. Their dogs are Barfy. They too. like to upset everybody's garbage cans. Uh huh. And our and my favorite one, the final one. Our aunt drinks beer because I don't even know who their aunt is. I would like to see an episode of the Family Circus with the Keen families with with old drunk Aunt Sheila coming over drinking beer and but and slurring things. I just made up her name. I assume it's Sheila. It could be wrong. I don't know her name. But it's going, "Hey Dolly, how you doing?" And get your auntie beer. Because <laughs> because Sheila sounds like Foster Brooks in my worldview. So I want to see this this strip with with drunk Aunt Sheila with the family circus. The family circus. You don't know if she's featuring drunk Aunt Sheila. You don't know if she's Sheila, and she you don't know if she talks like that. Well, that's because this is all theater of the mind, and that's the most exciting theater of all. And finally today, just like Aunt Sheila, Andy Cap is drunk. Her name isn't Sheila. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com.